Java, this is a bad time to ask me if I want to update. Remind me Are later. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey, and I thought you said Java. <laughs> well, and uh, my name is Adam. Wait, how's that up- update going, Zach? Um, it decided to literally, as I clicked record, say, do you want to upgrade your Java right now? Yeah, a- and I- you I'm on the edge of my seat. What timing? <sighs> anyway, this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games, and we're not here to talk about Java updates. Oh, update your computer. <laughs> 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 we call him Java the Update. <laughs> User need a flasher upgrade. <laughs> oh no, I was yeah, doing yeah, I started doing that too. <laughs> Screwing that up. Get back up. Oh, but speaking yeah. of screw ups, we're still talking in. Uh, we are still in starting the year off Ooh. wrong for at least another week. Great clap effect. And this Paul. one's gonna be a different one. I, I don't know why we're clapping. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, this is going to be a different one. Yeah, because it's like... How so? Usually we talk about... I what? said how so. Oh, well, mainly we talk about Je- games Jesus that are bad man. for gameplay reasons. Welcome to a conversation where you're not the only one speaking, okay? Oh. <laughs> well, it's hard to hear you sometimes because it sounds like you're in a church. That's where I like to do these video game recordings. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a nice church, yeah. Excuse me, Father, for I have it's, sinned. It's like what? Like, Do you mind if I record this? <laughs> it's like either I'm recording from space or within like a religious institution. Maybe you're in church, space, space church. church. Church to church. All right. <laughs> That's going to be the next follow-up to two popes. Two popes in space. <laughs> I, I think that could actually work. Hey, wait. I'm sure it that could. That could be a great video game. We got so <laughs> off track. Speaking of video Special. games, oh, okay, we we normally talk about games that are bad for gameplay reasons, but what I want to talk about today is a game that's not necessarily bad by gameplay reasons, but by the way that it was mm. made, the way that it that it came to be. And with that, we're talking about Starlink Battle yeah. for Atlas. We didn't start the Starlink. <laughs> <laughs> it was already <laughs> shitty. <laughs> the funny thing is, this is going to be a contentious issue, and I feel like people will actually have different opinions. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, look at us waiting into yeah. the into. I mean, the it's not like a bad game, but like, well, it's like no, it is, and I'm gonna, we're going to talk about why it is for okay, a full half. But I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I I think like the gameplay is not great. <laughs> All right, you know what? Let's start it with let's start it there. You don't think the gameplay is so great? No, it's just it's kind of weird because you're you're in that spaceship and it doesn't really change any position on the screen, really. But it's like flipping you around in 3D. And I feel like it's the only game that did that, but it's annoying to track enemies and you know get your get into that field of horizon, I guess. Or like that vision, but mm-hmm. I don't, it just doesn't like gel great to me. It's kind of a weird way to do this. That's fair. I mean, having a full three. It makes like, me like kind of nauseous, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I mean, it's. I bet it's kind of similar to like those yeah. flight games. I bet if you put this in first person mode, it would mm. be no different from like a flight simulator yeah. game. <laughs> the only difference is those are meant to just go like straight up and straight down. You're not doing like barrel rolls and aileron rolls and flipping upside down. <laughs> right. But I mean, like th- th- this is but no, the I... main part of the game, though. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. I'd say the main part of the game is you staying stationary, hovering two feet above the ground, yeah. oh. um, and running across planets. But we'll um, get there. Yeah, let's l- let's a talk idea. a little bit about the gameplay cycle itself before we dive into the real problematic thing. So, the way that this game is structured is in two gameplay parts: uh, one where you're in space, and like Adam said, you have that full freedom of motion where you could fly pretty much anywhere in any direction, um, and you need to kind of keep track of enemies that could also be anywhere how, on the screen. How dare you clarify my point of view? <laughs> You're right. Let's keep it vague <laughs> and stupid. That's what the listeners want. <laughs> Control's bad. Me no likey. <laughs> Hard to get used to. This not like oh, yeah, other yeah, yeah. games. Why me smash head against brick wall and not break? (laughs) But no, so there's that part of the gameplay, and then there's the much larger part of the game where you're on planet, and you hover five feet above the ground in your ship and go around running quests, doing quests. You might as well be on foot, basically. (laughs) That, yeah. First thing first... That's weird. Why? Like why are we like a pod racer? Why are we even in a ship yeah. at that point? I feel like you would just end up messing up your nice spaceship if you're like flying <laughs> a foot off the ground. Like you can technically fly in atmosphere, but the only reason you would actually fly is to move to your next destination faster, and you can actually only fly in certain parts of the map. Right. So there's nothing to do in the air. They everything is on the ground. Yeah. So there's no reason to be flying. But they made the controls for a spaceship and they didn't want to do anything else, so <laughs> That's the Yeah. But they really, really wanted to push they, this whole you're in a ship. But they thing. have like that whole like the what what's that engine called for Assassin's Creed? I mean this is U Ubisoft the, we're talking about. Like they could just kind of easily taken that same engine and made a guy walking on the ground with it very little they very little have. investment there yeah they do that yeah. with all the rest of their games but i mean <laughs> that's the thing though i i don't quite understand why i think they were trying to go for a theme here where you're a space pilot cruising around a planet but at the same time <sighs> if you're not gonna give your ship ship-like abilities then why have it at all for a main portion of the game i completely understand having a spaceship in space because you're in space but being on the ground hovering 10 feet above why don't you if you're gonna do something like that why don't you have a function where the spaceship can turn into a ground vehicle like a like with tires transformer turn it into a car yeah like they did in the Star Fox. Yeah. Like, this basically what they wanted to do is make it a car. Yeah. You know what? But they didn't 
go that full way of making it a car. You know, like Star Star Fox. Actually, like I think Star Fox did it right, and I'm I'm just so happy they at least like they didn't uh, they didn't just copy Star Fox. You know, uh, I don't know where. Well, you know what's <laughs> hilarious? This game kind of reminds me of one of the Star Foxes that I don't think is talked about a lot. Mm. Um, there's the GameCube one called Star Fox Assault. Uh-huh. I never played that one. Um, is that is that where so, he's Harvey Weinstein? And just assault? Uh, no, oh, that's, that's Star Fox Sexual Assault. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Actually, that no, sorry. That's Sexual Assault of a Star. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you got the, you got the words mixed up. Disgrace Star Fox. Mm. But yeah, so in that game... You actually have missions. It starts broken out into mission structure, whereas this is kind of just a fully open world. Uh, but the mission structure has points where you could swap from being in the plane out in space, and then you park your plane in a space station and get out of the plane and run around on foot. Oh. It's refreshing. Like, I think that's what you should have been able to do. Yeah, that would have been way, way cool. Like, you don't need the gigantic map of, like, showing how expansive each planet is. You mm. could just make that map a quarter of the size, put the same amount of stuff in it so it feels more, like, like alive, yeah. mm-hmm. like there's more stuff going on the planet, and it doesn't have to feel like you're flying around for no reason. Right. I guess, like, it's very trendy these days to make that, you know, that the huge map. But that, yeah, that's the thing, though. This is from, this is from Ubisoft. Yeah. The people who kind of pioneered that mm-hmm. with, uh, with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like, they had those giant sprawling open maps where a lot of it was running around to collect things or to fulfill random quest markers. So I kind of feel like they have a formula that they are putting on top of different game genres. Oh right. God. I, I hope they never have a chance to remake Star Fox. They're going to ruin it. Well, <laughs> did I forget to mention that Starlink um, has a Switch exclusive feature? <laughs> What's that? Um, where, where Star huh? Fox is actually Wh- in what? the game. Star Fox is there? Oh man, no! I I take it back. This is it's got to be a great game then. <laughs> That's the thing; it had so much potential to be great. Well, I mean, but... it, it still has a good chance. I mean, if it's got Star Fox, they must have paid a bundle for that license. They wouldn't well, just waste let me put it to you this Star way. Fox. Let me put it to you this way: putting Star Fox in made. <laughs> I, I'm on the edge. It was of my a seat. great idea for an. In- it was a great idea for Nintendo uh-huh. in particular. Yeah. Because of all the sales for Starlink, take a guess of how many <laughs> of the sales were made on Switch alone right. between all three platforms. Two. Million? No. Billion? It's a percentage. Are you? <laughs> what? Joey, you take a guess. Um, 87.7. Ooh, you're pretty close. Is that a... It was 82%. Gigawatts? So 
82% of all of the sales were for this particular game were made on the Switch. Makes sense. Like, why, like, if there's going to be Fox on, on the Switch, why get the other ones? <laughs> That's the thing. Right. There's no reason to not get this version. <laughs> so Nintendo just basically had its own haunt console exclusive mm-hmm. <clears throat> by throwing Star Fox in there. I guess that's cool. Anyway. If this was a Star I mean, Fox it was, game, it could have been like so awesome. That's the thing. It was not a Star Fox game. Right. Wait, Starlink featuring there? Star Fox. Uh, because uh, they wanted to sell more copies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Because Nintendo was like, well, if you don't want to make a console exclusive for us... We're going to make it so that people only buy it on our console. True. Here's Star Fox. Just put that in there because uh, your zing's in space and Star Fox has star in the name. So there you go. Star yeah, exactly. Fox, Star Link. I see a star connection. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, if they if they keep... I bet you somebody said that in a pitch meeting. You know, if they keep the original look of <laughs> the character, I, I think it would be cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry? if they keep the original look of Star Fox as like you know like his cool looking character dashing guy instead of making him look like a dying raccoon, I, I think it's gonna work. D- well, I have news for you. What? <laughs> this isn't going it's, well. It's tilted. It's tilted more towards the D- latter. He, oh, they made him look like a dying raccoon. <laughs> uh, so close. Did they- that's the thing uh, though. You you see them next to the other characters, and they look like they're actual toys. Like they're meant to be human toys, oh, like facsimiles man. of toys. Uh, and then you have Star Fox. Yeah, just tell me, tell me one thing. They didn't make Slippy really annoying this time. He's still like the regular level of annoyance. I mean, is he more yeah. annoying? Well, I mean, he's not that prominent, I guess. Oh. That's super prominent. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I mean, don't don't give it to me. It's a little, a little grating. No more so than in '64. Is it a higher (laughs) pitched voice? I mean, (laughs) kinda. See the look on their stupid faces. (laughs) 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 So yeah, I mean. This game genuinely went completely off the rails. Like, in terms of just corporate fuckery, is kind of what we're getting towards here. Oh my Um, god! This game made him into like this game was meant like he's got a Super Saiyan thing on his like eye now. Star Fox. What? He's got a scouter. Yeah, he's got a scouter. It's to see what power levels there are out in the universe, obviously, and he maybe is a Saiyan. We don't know that. Not confirmed. Yeah, that is a good point. They modeled him after Vegeta. All right. That's my, that's my <laughs> Star Fox is Vegeta, confirmed. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Star Fox is furry Vegeta, confirmed. <laughs> oh, Vegeta was furry already. Don't, don't you? <laughs> that's true. He yeah, had a lot no, more hair. Yeah. Weren't they apes or something? Wasn't that the, the yeah. story? Well... Yeah, there yeah, you they go. Had the big tail, and then they had to cut off the tail. Oh, but Star then, Fox still has his tail. They all have their tails. So there you go. Confirmed. Andros is a Saiyan. <laughs> huh. Andros is a Saiyan that never turned back from being a giant monkey. See, now that's a mashup Nailed of a it. game I would buy. DBZ and Star Fox? <laughs> I think it's a good idea. 
That actually could I make sense. I don't. No. No. Do you want to hear Slippy screaming for five minutes while he's turning into Super Slippy? <laughs> <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Will Slippy ever stop screaming? Uh, Will our eardrums ever recover? That'd be sweet. It would be like a standoff between like Star Wolf and Star Fox, and it would it'd be like twenty minutes of them having dialogue. <laughs> or or just put it in a Super Smash Bros. game. We'll all be happy. Yeah. Yeah, just put everything into Smash Bros. <laughs> it's becoming the, the gaming dumpster. The, ga- <laughs> the gaming dumpster. That's so right. Just put everything in there. Ooh, that's great. Anybody need stuff put in the storage locker that is Smash Brothers? Okay, we're getting very off track. But this game has so much corporate fuckery around it, and the whole inclusion of Star Fox is just the tip of the iceberg here. Um, the big thing uh. is really how the game was created. So, let me take a step back and ask, are you guys familiar with Toys to Life? The concept of Toys to Life. Like... Negative. Like Night of the Living Museum, where they all come to life at night? Is it like a toy that um, comes alive? No, like literally if you had said the words Toy Story, you might have been oh, close. Yeah. If you're going to go with a thing that where like toys gonna, come yeah. to life, <laughs> you on. don't go with Night of the Museum. <laughs> come Why? on. That? Paul, give, oh. give Adam negative oh. points. Oh, five. Negative five. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> But yeah, so the concept of Toys to Life is basically you buy, uh, you bought a game that required that you also bought action figures. So when you wanted to play the game, you would need to have the game plus the action figure set. Otherwise, it will not work. So it kind of combined the collection, the collectability thing of Pokemon while getting the upfront payment of buying the game for $60. Okay. Oh, and you also have to buy all these action figures separately. So that's additional money. So the first one to do that or popularize it was the Skylanders series. Um, and then a ton of other games in like early 2017 mm. kind of followed along. Like Lego and Disney and Nintendo had ami- Amiibos and stuff like that. And It, lo- it looks like um, all these games are discontinued. Oh, yeah, all these games are dead. Toys to Life is dead. Um, It kind of followed the same fad phase as, like, uh, rhythm games, like Guitar Hero, 
and uh, Rock Band. Yeah. Uh, so all those things where you had to buy extra things. Right. Kind of. They have a spike in the beginning because like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> and then the hype for it goes away. Yeah. Then you're just Pretty like fast. left with a bunch of plastic lying around. Exactly. So Ubisoft saw how well these things did back in 2017. Oh, good. And we're like, okay, well, it's like end of 28. It's like end of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this is still popular. So what they decided to do is do the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, they they built their game around it. In fact, um, in a in a certain way. So what they did was the whole namesake of this game, Starlink. We explained it in the beginning. It's basically a function that all ships have that are connected to the Starlink, where they could swap out any of their weapons or ships at any time. That is the Starlink. <laughs> so, no. what that translates to in li- in real life is you go out and buy all of these toys and all of these ships so that you can experience the Starlink experience. You know, actually, that gives me a little bit of like comfort because I was worried that the Link in Starlink had something to do with Zelda and all <laughs> that was going to pop up. But I'm glad to hear it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Good news, everybody. No, it has it has all to do with making all of the money. Mm-hmm. So, so how much money have you like spent, I said, on, Zach? Um, I've spent ten dollars because I got it on sale. You gave you did you get the, uh, the? Did you get the toy, Zach? Yeah, that's the thing. So here's the thing: they discount they discount their game so often. Mm. They discount the starter pack so mm. often. So that's the physical starter pack bundle, which comes with one ship, two weapons, two pilots, and that's it, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you get that, which usually is discount. It started off at $60 initially, uh, but then it went down to about 30 and now it regularly goes on sale for about 15 to $10. <laughs> wow. Because... They don't care how much you spend up front. What they want you to do, they want you in their environment so that you pay for all the downloadable content or you buy all of the toys. God damn it. That's it's evil. They're evil. So so, let me put it to you this way. There are. 23 individual downloadable content packs for this game. And how much do they cost? Between 4 to $14. Wow. Per okay. pack. So cheap enough that people will still buy it. Yeah. So that's the how thing, though. Yeah. I'm talking about downloadable content. I'm not talking about going out and buying the physical versions. Right. The physical versions have different prices. Oh, let's see. So, some of them are not bundled together like these DLC ones are. They have maybe two weapons per pack, things like that. Um, On retail, 
I believe I can't even actually find you know what I actually can't even find the individual packs anymore oh wait you know why because they stopped producing them. Uh. <laughs> That's so probably actually, good. Better, better for they, everyone. They they stopped production um, April third of last year. The um the good news is so when this game sucks and you're tired of playing with it, you can just play with your action figures. <laughs> your shitty <laughs> action figures. Just buy the action figures so that, then. Yeah, you don't even need the game. The, so. So so they they had a six month run of making action <sighs> figures for this thing. Six months. That's it, and then they stop. Do you stopped. know what this smells like? Honestly, it. Oh, tell me. It smells like that other game, Six Flags, that we played. <laughs> Do you think when that company went defunct, they just went to Ubisoft with their great ideas? If they had this idea wasn't by, before... Wasn't it published by Ubisoft? <laughs> <The> six Flags. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. This this has a lot of licensing in it. That's why I'm wondering if they... Somebody had something to do with this. Oh, I'm yes. Sniff it I out. have the game here in front of me now. <clears throat> All right. It was published by Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Ubisoft, what's going on, gang? You got some interesting business practices. Hmm. But anyway, so, like I said, 23 individual downloadable content packs so that you can make your Starlink experience the best that it is. But in case you don't actually want to buy all those individually, you could buy the two content packs that they have bundled together (laughs) uh, for a combined total of $110. Oh, my. Did, did you did you know this game won awards? No, it didn't. Yes, one of its awards was in 2019. It was the Central Park Children's Zoo Award for Best Kids Game. Oh, no. Wait, is this Fun Park or Starlink? No, this is Starlink. <laughs> oh, God, I would rather give it to Fun Park. I knew there was a connection somewhere. <laughs> But you know what the funny thing is? Those two DLC packs, they don't have everything that you would need to make this game fully what they want you to oh, have. So, always, so yeah, actually, missing. you need to go and return that starter pack that they gave you. Go out and buy the digital deluxe edition <sighs> for $80. And then you buy your $110 DLC packs. And then you have everything. That is so... Stupid. By the way, I'm not including tax. It's, it's kind of like a heroin habit. <laughs> yeah, or like cell phone companies who charge you extra to begin with, and then you have to call them and say, can you charge me less? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, this is so crazy. This is such corporate fuckery. Like, my brain is just, I'm so pissed off because you know why? This game could have been good. Yeah, yeah could have this been game great. had the potential to be good. The, the graphics are cool. They could have done a yeah, lot. Yeah, they're amazing. I like the design. I don't have a problem with the art style. The voice acting is fine for what it is. It's just you built the gameplay around microtransactions. Yeah. And you still have the gall to say, pay me $80 up front. 
man. <sighs> and the thing is, like like you said, this game is going to be bought by kids mm-hmm. and parents who don't know any better. And so they're going to spend a shit ton of money when they don't have to. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they want it to be better. But, yeah. Yeah. They're exploiting. It's just such a damn shame. They really just targeted that demo hard. Yeah. I mean, it, it reminds me of the vaping industry. They just kind of made all those fruity oh. bubblegum flavors for children. That's true, but do they pay? They actually, you know what? Question: How much does it cost to buy a vape pen? Well, I mean, you start off with the starter pack, which is around like eighty dollars. Oh, but the thing is, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> no! <laughs> damn you, vape pens, and damn you, Starlink! Oh, they're together. Well, you got to get this special Starlink vape pen, of course. See, they they did so, a little marketing together we- too. So are we ostensibly saying that Starling Battle for Atlas is the vaping of video games? It's the vaping, yes. Yeah, it it actually kind of is. That is is quite insightful. Oh my god. I think we had a revelation here, boys. We did. Write this down. Write this down, folks. Don't forget to write it down. Do not forget to write that down. Uh, It's very important. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. It is pretty smarmy. Like uh, like vaping. It makes you want to like turn your hat backwards and play this with a vape pen. <laughs> but that's yeah. Ugh. Hey. This leaves like a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> the other games I get upset about, like, and I get angry. But this one feels like I just like ugh. Just I want to spit it out. Just, I hate that I talked about it. <laughs> it was just a game for marketing it was a game designed to steal <sighs> money from children uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, what, what were the sales on this um, apparently according to that uh, that press release where I saw that they had stopped creating uh, the physical figures it was apparently well below expectations <laughs> so well, I hopefully expect that this will not get a sequel but like what I wonder what like the exp- uh what, like the um what's the words I'm looking for? I wonder what they were expecting. Like who? Hmm. I don't know. They were expecting. They couldn't find any publicly ca- available numbers. They're expecting cash flow in their bank account. <laughs> <laughs> They're expecting uh, all the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just needed to pay uh, off their their credit cards. <laughs> They need to buy some time between Assassin's Creed. And <laughs> yeah. They were like, "Gay hey, game, like gang, make this game." <laughs> okay. I I don't know why they make it into microtransaction central because we need all the money we can. Are you sure we could like make a good game though? We kind of have the bones for it. And no, the save your energy, piecemeal that shit out. Yeah. It just it seems like a huge headache for them to like produce those toys, probably. Yeah, I'm sure that cost a lot of money for production of the toys, considering they're all separate, and all the different ships, and all the different pilots. You know you know what I think? I feel like they started off with the toy idea. Like, somebody was just kind of like, we need to make some toys, 
like more money <laughs> off this toys and expand it. And then it was like, all right, let's make a video game out of these toys. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. But then the video game is like works better than the toys anyway. You know, you don't even need the toys. What are you? What are you gonna fly? You know, the when best you're thing that came game. out of this, the best thing that came out of this game is when I told you I bought the ten dollars version. Mm. Um, I bought it for the Switch, so I got a fairly large replica of an Arwing. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that is the only good thing that came from this game for me. Sorry, Zach. Last time when I was over, I was playing with it and I broke it. Oh, yeah. don't worry. It happens all the time. I gave it to. Uh, we had some friends over, and they had their kids playing with it, and they broke it in almost five minutes, and it was able to be put back together. <laughs> yeah. They were like, Zach, I broke it! I'm like, oh, whatever, I don't care, I bought that for $10. Yeah. Man, Basically they, a Kinder Surprise uh, toy. They could have done so much more with this. That's the thing, it's so disappointing. That's why it's in this game. That's why we're talking about it this month. Yeah, but they they could have just yeah. shoved in like that element of Assassin's Creed because I'm looking at like the the planets and they look like they would be fun to run around on. For sure, that's what I. You know? Yeah, if they had condensed all of the things to do into a slightly smaller map, scale it down to maybe like a third of the size, and walk around it as your character, great. then that's great. Yeah, be a wonderful time. You could hang out with your, yeah, you don't your pals to... at Star Fox. You know? Go have lunch with them on a planet. <laughs> you do get to hang out with your friends at Star That's Fox. That's what I do. <laughs> but thank you guys again. Uh, I think we're done talking about this. I feel like we've been giving it enough like free promotion ostensibly. But sure. do not... Don't go buy this game. It's not worth it. Go. Um, even if it's on sale for $5, don't. <sighs> yeah. Just a, it's considered it like the entry fee to the club. The entry fee. Except that club, except that club doesn't even give you beer. It gives you a cup for ten dollars, <laughs> and then you have to buy the beer. <laughs> yeah, ounce exactly. by ounce. And you could buy uh, upgrades to your cup too if you want. <laughs> so thank you guys again for They're listening. Called cup grades. We really appreciate it. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, feel free to. Feel free to send us an email at it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. And, uh, if you unfortunately bought Starlink and you want to get rid of your toys, you can also send them to us. We'll take them. Yeah, we're collecting not. them. No, don't. Send, we, we'll send recycle them. Send, nope, send them to, to, send them to anywhere but us. <laughs> We'll melt you know them. What? Give them to give them to Goodwill. Maybe some maybe some kids want to play with them for free. Give them to them for free. Give it to give it to kids for free to play with. Yeah. All this yeah. like disappointment. Is... Don't tell them there's a game attached to it though. Yeah. Just just give them the give them the toy and say here you go have fun. But thank you guys again. Uh, we have one more game left sure. for starting the year off wrong. And it's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. Is it, is it gonna disappoint me again? Don't they always? They do. I mean, this is starting to feel like torture, Zach. Well, we only have one more, so that's what it's supposed it to feel like. It only happens once a I year. I thought this was gonna be a fun month, but it's actually just like awful, Zach. It feels it so makes, sad yeah. doing these podcasts now. It makes February a lot better. I, I guess. Exactly I guess you're right. right. I'll be happy and energized for Feb. 
right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. So thank you guys again, and we'll talk to you next week. y'all. Bye.